are listening to the Sports Daily. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. A good Wednesday show for you. Your World Series is set. We'll go over all the numbers involving these two teams. We're going to look at the gambling lines. We'll look at how they did against each other this season. Just how bizarre this matchup is. So much to go over in regards to this series. And then we've got a lot of NFL talk, so not a ton of different topics. No college football today. It's going to be Major League Baseball World Series, and we're going to talk NFL. I mean, you know what? At the end, I'll probably talk some NBA last night. Did you know that the NBA season kicked off last night? Lakers at Nuggets, Suns at Warriors. Yes, it happened. Give you some thoughts on that as I watched both games in the background of what I was really watching on TV, but I saw enough of both games to have some opinions. So we'll get to all that momentarily. For those who embrace the impossible, the Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with a modern design that lets you go further and do more. The exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing, complemented by an interior built with integrity. The Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions, its durability has been tested to the extreme. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. And robust cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. Live life at your pace. Click the banner or go to visitwilliamsburg.com to discover how. Because here in Williamsburg, life moves at one pace, yours. Scramble through our world-class golf courses or shop your way through the square. Be one with nature as you hike or bike through our parks and trails or hunker down at one of our breweries. And when it's time to eat, be sure to bite into our eclectic food scene. It's all waiting for you in Williamsburg. Book your trip today and live life at your pace. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Your World Series is set for 2023. How many of you back on February, what did I put my bet in at? What was the date of that that I put my bet in? That would have been February 21st. I basically put it in like a week after pitchers and catchers reported. As I told you yesterday, it was blind luck. I really thought the Rangers were going to be better, and I really liked the over. That's why I bet their over win total, 82.5. But having them win the pennant and having them win the World Series, no. I just did that for fun, and it's just so happened to pay off in a really good way so far. And if the Rangers win the World Series, even better. The other good thing is the Rangers are a huge favorite to win the World Series, which, look, I want them to win, but this line is way too high. The Rangers are minus 180 to win the World Series. Diamondbacks coming back at plus 160. What? 
every single game is going to end, assuming nobody throws a complete game for the Rangers, which is never going to happen. Every single game in this series is going to end with the Rangers bullpen against the Diamondbacks bullpen, and the Diamondbacks have such a huge advantage in the bullpen, it's not even funny. Now, can the Rangers bullpen get hot? Yes. Have they pitched a lot better in the postseason? Yes. But, man, they better have giant leads because this Arizona Diamondback team basically just did what the Rangers did. Like, Outside of the six more games that the Rangers won in the regular season than the Arizona Diamondbacks, who were the last team into the playoffs, they went 84-78. and 78. They were only six games over 500 for the year. Rangers were 18 games over at 90-72. and 72. But again, throw that all out. It doesn't matter now. They're in the World Series. They beat the Philadelphia Phillies, a team that went up 2-0 on them and was up three games to one. And the Diamondbacks, excuse me, um, they they tied it at two. They should have been up three games to one. Remember, in game four, when the Phillies were up two games to one, they had a 5-2 lead going into the bottom of the eighth, and they gave up four runs, and they lost 6-5. So remember that. But they were also, remember in the first two games what the Phillies did at home? Game two, 10 to nothing. They had won the first two games of the series, and they had just come off a 10-0 win. Who do you think had the momentum in that series at that point? Clearly, everybody would have said the Phillies, coming off a 10-0 win, killed them both games at home, beat the Braves, the best team in Major League Baseball this year record-wise, in four games the series before, and now here they are. Oh, they got to play the six-seed Arizona Diamondbacks for a chance to go to the uh, LCS. Oh, come on, you know, and, uh, you know, here they are. I mean, I, I cannot believe what. <laughs> I should I shouldn't say I cannot believe you you've heard me over and over again say baseball is witchcraft but hey the Arizona Diamondbacks were down three two just like the Rangers were heading back to their opponent's home field and the Diamondbacks won both games in Philly beat Aaron Nola beat Ranger Suarez so oh, they've earned it and you can say like who are these guys you know they they have the rookie of the year in Corbin Carroll but they have got a shut down bullpen and yeah the rangers should win the series based on the number but that doesn't mean anything i mean telling me a 180 degree 180 degree a minus 180 favorite is can it can lose a series absolutely they can especially with this bullpen as great as i'm thinking this rangers run is and as awesome as it would be for the rangers to win a world series and if I had to choose between both teams of who to play, clearly I wanted them to play the D-backs over the Phillies because I didn't want to have to deal with Trey Turner and Kyle Schwarber and Bryce Harper. But Phillies didn't get there. That's on them. They had a 2-0 lead in the series and then lost four of the last five. So remember that in any four-game, in any seven-game series. It can happen. Just because someone wins the first two games of the series at home doesn't mean they can't lose the series. It doesn't happen very often. I think it's like if you win the first two games at home, it's like 75 or 80%, but there's still that 15 or 20% that or 20 to 25% that don't win a series winning the first two games at home to to go up 2-0. But this is just fascinating. It really is. And I know people, I know baseball is so far behind the NFL and NBA and trust me, I don't really give two shits about the regular season either. It's very hard for me to sit through a 
two-and-a-half-hour baseball game, as much as they tried this year to knock off time, it's still baseball. It's still rather boring, especially in the regular season when we all ultimately know on a Tuesday night, if your team that you like loses, it's kind of like, well, who cares? They have another game to make it. If they win tomorrow, that just makes up for this loss. Like It's just, it's just mind-numbingly boring. As opposed to football, you only have 17 chances. You play once a week. When you play every single day in baseball for six months, it's just like it's hard to get excited for the regular season. However, I've told you, I absolutely love playoff baseball. Playoff baseball is just a different animal. Watching it is different. The way managers manage the game is completely different than how they manage a regular season Tuesday night game in June. It has to be because it means more. But the fact that the Texas Rangers lost over 100 games in 2021, as did the Arizona Diamondbacks, and both of them are in the World Series playing each other two years later, just goes to show that anybody can rebuild a team and get back to the mountaintop and get to the biggest sport, the biggest series in your sport in two years. It doesn't take more than that. Some might even do it in one year. Some might turn around and go from worst to first, and we've seen that happen over the years. Worst to first in baseball. Man, it is going to be so cool. I'm guessing maybe most people, it, does this have a national appeal, Rangers and Diamondbacks? Absolutely not. I'm guaranteeing most people outside of the Dallas-Fort Worth area and the Phoenix area don't give two shits about this series. I'm going to be watching. Granted, there's monetary interest for me, but I, this is just, I love playoff baseball. It is just so different, and I can't wait to watch these two teams play. It's going to be a fascinating series. Like I said, they both lost 100 games just two years ago. Are you kidding me? This year, 84 and 78, Diamondbacks, they had a minus 15 run differential during the regular season. <laughs> they didn't even outscore their opponents in the regular season, and here they are winning three series in the playoffs and now playing for the World Series. You can't make this shit up. You can't. And I'm going to enjoy the hell out of this one but man rangers minus 180 that is that is high now it doesn't mean the rangers can't win but i'm glad i had the rangers preseason because clearly if i bet them now for you know 500 dollars, that would be nine i'd have to lay 900 dollars. you know how crazy it is putting a bet in in february and now sitting here in october I would have to lay $900. I have to bet $900 to win $500 on the Rangers. But I put it in in February when nobody thought they were any good and they were 48 to 1 to win the World Series and now with one series left being in the World Series, they're almost 2 to 1 to win the you know, 1 to 2 basically to win the World Series. Quite different than 48 to 1 on February 21st when I put this bet in. Holy shit. But it just goes to show there's no point to ever. If you're interested next year for baseball, there's no point to ever bet the favorite. I don't care if you live in their city and your team signs every big free agent in the offseason. Baseball is too crazy, and five-game series is what the season comes down to. And the Braves failed. The Dodgers failed. The Astros failed. Well, they got, they got past the five-game series, but you know what I'm saying. Next year, when the baseball season rolls around, find somebody in the 15 to 25. I mean, I did the Rangers just because I live here. 
I wouldn't have picked any other 48 to 1 favorite or underdog to win the uh, Super Bowl. God, I can't speak. World Series, you know? But next year, come baseball season early on, we'll look at the numbers, we'll look at the teams and say, well, who was halfway decent last year that, and maybe sign somebody in the offseason that could turn this thing around and maybe get there as a 20, 30, 40 to 1 underdog, just like the Rangers and D backs did last year. You know, we'll be saying this next year. So, I can't wait Friday night. Now, the other thing is I have tickets to the Dallas Mavericks home opener on Friday night, and I don't know what I'm going to do now. I might sell them because I I honestly would rather watch game one of the World Series than game one of an 82-game NBA season in person. Just doesn't interest me, really. But I might end up going. We'll see. However, can't wait. Game one Friday night in Texas. Rangers have home field advantage because they had a better record than the D-backs. Diamondbacks, small sample size, were 3-1 and one against the Rangers this year. They played uh, two in Texas. They lost 6-4. They won 12-7, and they played them twice in Arizona back in August and beat them 4-3 and 6-3. Very small sample size, so I don't read much into that at all. They went 3-1 and one against the Rangers. I just think these two teams evenly matched. Advantage to the Diamondbacks on bullpen. Advantage to the Diamondbacks on their starters as well. But riding the hot hand, I mean, yeah, Diamondbacks are hot, but nobody expected the Rangers to be 8-0 and on the road in the playoffs. So, so many intent. I mean, you could probably find check marks to who has the advantage. And probably if you went down all the things in baseball to match up two teams together, it's probably even. So... Why this is minus 180 for the Rangers, way too much. But it helps me hedge a little bit if I decide to. But, yeah, this is going to be exciting. Can't wait. Friday night, game one, World Series, D-backs and Rangers. For those who embrace the impossible, the Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with a modern design that lets you go further and do more. The exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing. Complemented by an interior built with integrity. The Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions, its durability has been tested to the extreme. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. And robust cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. Clover gives you the power to run a smarter, faster restaurant. See everything in real time with the kitchen display system. Streamline takeout and delivery with online ordering. With the right tech, quick service is getting even quicker. Clover, accept payments, run your business, and sell more. For a limited time only, visit Clover.com to get a $450 statement credit on qualified hardware purchases. That's www.clover.com. Looking ahead to the NFL this weekend... There's a lot of games out there that are going to be bet heavily by the public, especially in teasers. As I told you yesterday, there are six games in the NFL this week where the line is minus eight or higher. 
Bills are favored by eight over the Buccaneers on Thursday night. You got the Dolphins laying nine and a half at home against the Patriots. Chiefs are laying eight on the road against the Broncos. The Ravens are laying nine on the road against the Cardinals. Chargers at home laying nine against the Bears. Lions at home laying nine against the Raiders on Monday Night Football. All those people that love doing teasers, including myself, are going to be betting a lot on these and getting these games all under a field goal. These minus nines, bring them down to minus two. And you're just like, oh, my God, you can't tell me the Ravens can't beat the Cardinals by two? Or the Chargers can't beat the Bears by two? Just remember, the Chargers are two and four and the Bears are two and four. I'm not saying the Chargers can't win by a field goal or more. I'm just saying if the Chargers were to not cover or lose the game outright, you can't be like, well, how? <laughs> um, they're two and four. They're not any good. Bills, same thing. Can you get them down to minus one? Can they? Should they beat the Buccaneers at home by one? Absolutely they should. So just know that when it looks too easy, it usually is. Now, I'm not saying that all six of them aren't going to. I'd say probably four or five probably will. But there's going to be one in there that absolutely wins the game outright. I would be shocked. So we'll, we'll, we'll come back to this on Monday. We'll remember these six games. And I'm saying it right now, at least one of these underdogs, Buccaneers, Patriots, Broncos, Cardinals, Bears, or Raiders are going to win outright. And they're going to screw up everybody's teaser. Now, you might have, you might bet the other ones in teasers and they might all win, but I'm just saying one of them is going to screw you up. And it's impossible to know which one it is. You know, looking at it, the Chiefs and Broncos is a division game. Always keep that in mind. Division dog getting eight at home. I'm telling you right now, the Broncos are going to be one of my plays. That's just I. It's an, just an automatic for me. Divisional dog getting over a touchdown at home. You just got to bet it. You know, especially since the Chiefs are coming off a double digit win. It's all the more reason to. Now, the Baltimore Ravens is going to be the game that everybody bets and everybody teases because of what they did, and they had the most impressive win in the NFL last week, yet somebody did, uh, I think it was Bill Simmons on his podcast, talked about he went back through every single week of the NFL this year and said what was the best win of the week, what was the most impressive win of the week that everybody was talking about, and he went through each week of the NFL season, and the very next week that team either lost the game outright or didn't cover, and most of them lost outright. Now, I'm not saying that means the Ravens are going to lose outright to the Cardinals. But remember, the Cardinals were in this exact same position against the Dallas Cowboys, and they beat them outright. The Cardinals have also lost three straight games by double digits. Like, very rare does a team just continuously get blown out in the NFL. So just keep that in mind for maybe a plus nine. Bears and Chargers, like I said, they both have the same record, yet one of them is laying nine points at home. Just the Lions minus nine at home against the Raiders, especially if the Raiders don't have Jimmy Garoppolo on Monday night. That is one that I can definitely see the Lions just absolutely lay in the wood to them because the Lions are coming off a very, very bad loss at 35 to six. And the Lions play very, very well at home. Jared Goff is one of the best. He is the best quarterback against the spread, I think, in the last five years. And then Thursday night, Bills minus eight at home against Buccaneers. Same thing. I like. I like when these teams are coming off a loss. I don't like them when they looked really good last week, like the Chiefs and the Ravens. So I'm telling you right now, the Broncos and the Cardinals are going to be two of my picks. 
Probably going to stay away from the Chargers-Bears game. It just looks disgusting. And... But the Lions could the Lions could be a tease, and the Bills could uh, be a tease. So, uh, just keep that in mind. Here's another one that's interesting because you just don't see this very often. Yes, they're playing against a winless team, but did you know that the Houston Texans are a three point road favorite at the Carolina Panthers? You say, "Wow, Steve, when was the last time the Houston Texans were a road favorite in any football game?" That would have been week 14 of 2020 at the Chicago Bears. The Texans were a one-point road favorite. They lost the game by four touchdowns, 36-7. to Houston's coming off a bye. Carolina's coming off a bye. So we're evenly matched there. Carolina has yet to win a game. Houston has exceeded expectations. And this team is playing really, really well. But this line, once again, stinks. Why is an 0-6 team only getting three points at home against an up-and-coming young team that everybody is riding their jockstrap about C.J. Stroud, which they should because he's been way better than advertised and he's been excellent this year, and yet they're only laying three points against a winless team on the road. (sighs) Walks like a duck, talks like a duck, it's a duck. Is that the right phrase to use for this particular situation? I'm not saying I'm going to take Carolina with one of my plays. But I'm not saying I'm not going to. <laughs> hey, look, it's situational betting. I Here's something you got to remember when it comes to gambling. And I know pretty much 99% of you that bet on games will never follow this theory. But I hate to tell you this. And I'm not saying that I'm the best gambler in the world because I'm not. Because I do bet with my heart sometimes. But when you bet football, you bet numbers. You don't bet teams. I know that sounds ridiculous. Wait, what do you mean you don't bet teams? You don't look at the teams and say who's better than them? No, you're looking for the best number available. That's what you're looking for. And you might say, well, isn't the Houston Texans only minus three on the road the best number? What if it goes to two and a half? Doesn't that make it even better? Well, not if you know where the money's going because there's – Things that move lines, and you kind of have to see who's moving the lines, but man, oh man, Houston minus three on the road against a winless Panther team is going to be another game that everybody in the public is going to bet. Average Joe. So anytime you look at a game, just look at, well, what would average Joe bet on this game? And average Joe does win sometimes. I'm not saying average Joe doesn't win, but there's a reason the Las Vegas Strip looks the way it does. There's a reason they build hotels and can have multi-million dollar spheres go up. It's not because people win. And it's not because people are bankrupting them with their football parlays and stuff. Just isn't. Football gambling is a marathon, not a sprint. You can have a great week and destroy your book. You can have a couple weeks in a row. But if you bet every week, and you bet every weekend on NFL games, you actually keep track of your bets, you'll realize at the end of the year, you're probably no better than 50%. And then with juice, you're losing money. So just be aware of that. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't mean to be Debbie Downer here, but there are some games this week that are, again, I'm sure you hated my plays last week. I guarantee you hated my plays last week. How could you have liked them? I gave you three games I gave you four games between my between my best bet and my other three picks. 
I gave you four games where the team that I bet on lost the week before outright and didn't cover, and they were playing somebody that either won and covered or was on a bye. And I went 4-0. Eagles, Bears, Broncos, and Colts. And I told you how ugly those dogs were. The Bears were an ugly home dog. The Broncos were an ugly home dog. The Colts, ugly home dog. And they all won. They all covered. And two of those 300 dogs won outright. Situational betting. That's all it is. Yes, are the Chiefs better than the Broncos? Of course they are. But the Chiefs also play the Broncos twice a year. And the Chiefs just played the Broncos a couple weeks ago and destroyed them. (laughs) And now the Broncos are getting eight at home in a divisional game on a team they just played two weeks ago. That's too high. It's too many points. Getting over a touchdown, got to take it. Doesn't mean the Chiefs can't cover and can't win, but you got to take it. And that Ravens game stinks to high heaven. Nine. Arizona Cardinals have lost three straight weeks by double digits. And they're getting nine at home against a team that just came off a 38-6 to shellacking of arguably the second-best team, maybe the third-best team in the NFC beating the Lions like they did, and Lamar looked as great as he did. And every single pundit on TV is blowing smoke of Lamar ass saying, Lamar's ass saying he might be the MVP this year the way he's been playing. I mean, if there's ever, ever, ever a letdown spot in the NFL, it's Ravens at Cardinals this weekend. You, How can you get up for that game if you're the Ravens? You can't. You already know, look, they're not as good as us. We should win. We just beat the Lions by four touchdowns at home. How can we not beat the Arizona Cardinals on the road? But, hey, we saw it happen with the Dallas Cowboys when the Cardinals beat them. And the Cowboys were coming off two straight wins at home where everyone was blowing smoke up their ass because they had beaten the Jets uh, and, what, the Patriots? No, they had already beaten uh, the Giants and the Jets to start the season. So just keep that in mind. We're going to end it right there. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review when you can. <sighs> Tell it to your friends. we got our picks coming up on Friday, but uh, let everyone know about this podcast. We want to get as many people listening as possible. So thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And remember, sports will always be the greatest reality show on television. See you.